Haunted Bedroom, Haunted Land, Still Not Sure, 30 Years Later. When I was a kid, I lived with my grandma and grandpa, and we lived in a house that they had built with their own two hands. We were the only ones to ever live in it. We had this extra bedroom that was in the back of the house, and it always gave me the creeps. There wasn't anything wrong with it, but every time I would step a foot in there, I just always felt that was where I did not belong or that I was being watched. Aside from that, everything was fine and dandy until it was about eight years old. This one specific week in late May is a week I will never forget. So many odd things happened. The first was there was a man had been arrested who lived in the next neighborhood above us for murder and for killing his mom and 13 other women he had picked up at bars over the years. The man had been disposing of all of the bodies in this pond that was down our road, not even two minutes from our house. We had a dirt road and the mailman only delivered mail to the end of the road, so me and my pawpaw would go check the mail every day. That day when we tried to, there were tons of cops, scuba divers retrieving the bodies from the pond and news channels everywhere, so we had to turn back and go home. A few days later, Nanny and Papa were going to get started planting their garden. Papa got the tractor out and started plowing. That was my favorite time of year because we lived over top of a cave system and when Papa could plow, it would bring quartz to the surface and me and Nanny would walk the aisles before planting with mason jars and collect all the quartz that we would find. Every now and then, we would even find arrowheads. I heard Papa turn the tractor off and he yelled for me to go inside and tell my Nanny to come out. This particular time, it wasn't quartz that had come to the surface. It was a human femur bone. My nanny's first thought was that man who had been killing people had buried someone in our garden or something. She called the cops immediately, but they assured her that they didn't think that that was the case. It didn't fit his style, and I guess after getting more people out there, they were able to determine it was an old bone. They had a team come out and dig, and they did recover a few more bones and then went on their way and said that they'd be in contact if anything came from the testing. This was in 98, so I don't think DNA testing was really advanced yet. Months and months later, they called and told her that they were able to determine it was of Native American descent, but a few days after the bone was found was the first time I was ever truly scared in that house. Yeah, that room freaked me out, but I just stayed away from it. Easy peasy. Anywhere else in the house, I felt perfectly fine and safe. I remember waking up, though, and looking over at the clock. It was exactly 3.33, and then I heard snapping at the door. It sounded like someone with rough hands was standing outside the bedroom door, which would have been the scary room because mine and my nanny's room was right beside it, just snapping in sets of three. I just automatically assumed it was my pawpaw trying to wake my nanny up, so I started to shake her to try to wake her up since she wasn't waking up from the snapping, but I couldn't get her to wake up. I felt like I was shaking her with all my might, but she wouldn't move, all while I kept hearing snap, snap, snap the entire time. I finally said I can't wake her up, Paw Paw, but I didn't get a response, just more snapping. I turned back over to continue to try to wake up my nanny and noticed the clock still said 3.33. It felt like this had been going on forever. How could it still be 3.33? I was really starting to get scared at this point, and I started crying. Finally, the clock changed to 3.34, and as soon as it did, nanny woke up. I was still crying and she asked what in the world was going on and I told her about the snapping and I was bawling at this point saying, Papa was really scaring me. He could have at least said something when I was trying to talk to him to tell him you wouldn't wake up. He didn't have to just stand there and keep snapping. And she tried her hardest to convince me that it was a dream. But I knew better. I know with everything in me without a shadow of a doubt, I was 100% awake. I just laid there because I couldn't go back to sleep and she had to get up for work soon, which I was dreading because I was still scared to death. I pretended to be asleep, but when she got up, so did Papa, and they'd always have go coffee before she had to leave for work. I heard her ask him, did you get up last night around 3.30 and try to come in there and wake me up? And I heard him say, clear as day, nope, I sure didn't. I didn't get up until you did. Okay, then. So who was standing outside that door snapping? 
For the remainder of the time we lived in that house, which was five years, we moved when I was 13, I never went near that scary room again. Actually, I still slept in the bed with my nanny until we moved. Judge me all you want, but what happened that night put the fear in me and you couldn't have pried me from my nanny's side after dark after that event happened. A few years ago, when I was talking to my nanny on the phone, I asked her if she remembered that night and she said that she did. And I was just telling her how I'd never forget it because it scared me so bad and how I truly believed we had a visitor of some sort that night and how badly I hated that back bedroom and what an eerie feeling I would get when I went in there. My nanny isn't a person who would tell ghost stories or even lead us to believe something like that was real. She didn't believe in ghosts, or so she made it seem, so I honestly expected her to just giggle at what I said, but her reply actually took me back because I wasn't expecting it. She said, no, I believe you. Why do you think I always kept that room closed off? I got the same bad feeling in there, almost like something was always in there watching me when I'd go in. I just didn't like the way it made me feel. It's not like I couldn't have used the space, but I'd use the attic before I'd want to use that room, and it only got worse after that bone was found. When your papa wanted to move, I was ready to go that day. She told me some more stories of things that she had experienced after that. She said, I always had believed in what I could see with my own two eyes. I really didn't think things like spirits were real. I still don't know if they are, but if anything could have convinced me, it would have been that house. One more odd thing is, if I ever dream about someone who's been close to me that's passed away, whether it be my dad, brother, or just friends, they all take place in that house. I can't recall a single time that I have dreamed about someone in my life who's passed and the dream took place anywhere besides that house. Maybe that's just a coincidence, I don't know, but I can't help but it feels like there's some sort of connection. I have another crazy story about a whole entire week straight I dreamed of the house, but I'll save that one for later. This was already a novel. I wonder what was up with that room. Do you think like the veil in that room was really thin or something? Maybe that's also why this person dreams of all of their past loved ones in that house, in that room. The snapping freaks me out. I've never heard of snapping. Always when people talk about hearing noises, it's normally knocks. It's normally like three knocks or other kinds of noises. I've never heard of snapping. That's very interesting. And I love that her grandma validated what she had experienced even though it was later. It's kind of like a hard line, right? When you have young children that are experiencing something like this, you don't know if you should tell them, hey, I believe you, I think this is probably a ghost. Or do you just be like, oh no, it's a cool, it's just a dream. Cause you wanna validate them, but at the same time, you don't wanna scare them. You know what I mean? It's like a very hard line to figure out which side you should be on. I'm gonna tell you right now though, that was not her pawpaw standing up snapping. And I definitely feel like digging up those bones really rustled up the spirit or something. But they already felt weird about that room even before the bones were found. What do you guys think? Great story, thank you so much for sharing. Short Cast Club.